Hello, everyone. We welcome you today to Terry Mize Ministries' More Than Conquerors program. We are delighted to be here with you. We just talk to you every week and give you something fresh to look at from the Word of God, but most of all, strengthening the church. I'm for that. <laughs> the church needs to be strengthened. Yes. I tell you, this is our finest hour. It is. Or it actually should be our finest hour. Boy, that's this right. This is the day we were made for. There we are. And so if you'll just stay with us here, we're going to come right back. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Well, we're going to continue to talk about some things that we think are going to be very, very helpful to you, uh, especially from the New Testament. We've, we've sort of had a theme here at the beginning of the year over uh, really, um, I think, Terry, focusing not only on the title of spiritual authority, but then helping people not only understand that they've been given dominion and the responsibility of taking dominion Absolutely. in the earth, but then learning how to do it on a day-to-day -day basis, 24-7, and starting first with yourself. <laughs> we know we have authority. Um, we know we've been given authority. We know we not only have the authority and the power to do it, and we have a God-given command to take dominion. No, absolutely. I mean, that's a commitment. I wonder why the church hasn't taught that all these years. I don't know. I mean, I right mean, in the first of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, I know. God said, let us make men in our likeness, our image. Let them have, have dominion, dominion over the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, the beasts of the field, and over all, all the, the earth. earth. I mean, that's pretty plain. That is pretty that, plain. That's hard to misunderstand that God intended yeah. his people that's truth. to dominate the planet. And I don't know, and and we have failed so miserably, I think, in doing that, um, in in, a, in such a way that has caused so much sorrow mm -hmm. and so much loss and grief in the earth. And yet Jesus came around even in the New Testament and said, "You know, uh, I give you power Absolutely. to tread on serpent." I mean, he's trying to make it plain. <clears throat> And then the five times in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts, where Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And then those... He gave us the Great Commission five times. Five times. And then those that that go, they're going to lay hands on the sick. If they drink any deadly thing, <laughs> it won't hurt them. You're going to tread on serpents and scorpions. You're going to speak with... New all that's the supernatural Absolutely. power of God. Absolutely. I don't know how much clearer the Bible could be and telling us to take dominion, go into all the world, and exercise that authority, exactly. and do that. And, and yet God, at the very first of the Bible, as I just said, gave us that dominion. Right. I want people to dominate. That's right. And yet now here, what, That's a month or are. so A month or so ago, we had a holiday here in America called Earth Day. Yeah. you got to be kidding me, Earth Day? And they would talk about, <laughs> they talk about Mother Nature. Who's that? Who the Mother heck is Nature, that? Yeah, no joke. And, and they try to convince you, Renee. All oh these politicians goodness. and all oh these feel goodness. good and all the woke people try to convince you that oh, we've got to save the planet. 
we're going to save the planet. Man can't save the planet. <laughs> Neither can man destroy it. I've said no, for years, some right. fools think men can destroy the planet, and other fools think men can right. save it. Neither one can. The earth is the Lord's, the Bible says, right. and all the fullness therein, and all that dwell on the earth. Well, and that's what he you said. said. The, he said in Haggai, he said, the gold is mine, and the that's silver, right. saith the Lord. He Lest said, the cattle forget. on a thousand hills. My, I mean, the earth is the Lord's. Well, and that's what you said. It. We needed to change the day to the earth is the Lord's day. Yeah, we had to change it to the earth is the Lord's day. The earth is the Lord's day. And God, but that's just, that's so typical. Right. So apropos of Humanist, hell, of the devil yeah. trying to pervert right. anything God said. And weaken it, water it down. I mean, if God said, you know, you're, you're, I want my people to dominate the earth, the devil's going to say, I want the earth to dominate the people. Right. Anything that God says, he, exactly. he's just going to take it and pervert it. <laughs> and, and, of course, all the dingbat politicians and woke people are going to follow right along and say, yeah, let's do what the devil says. Well, it's, it's anything just like the Tower of Babel. We're going to build a tower and we're going to ascend into yeah, the throne of God, just like Lucifer said. Where I'm going to go up on the sides of the north I'm and I'm going to exalt the side myself of the north and overthrow the great king. And then here we are with the humanist idea that that man has got to save the planet. We're going to save the planet. <laughs> All the altruism <laughs> that they exude it's and just, that it's a human effort to take charge you know, they just run when around. that's not their place it's, it's like a, it's like a few weeks ago that horrible heartbreaking tragedy yes. in uvalde texas i love uvalde been there so many times and uh where this demon possessed kid and it's demon possessed he so really is it's yeah. evil personified from hell yeah. so walks into an elementary school what a coward an elementary school little kids and shoots uh up a fourth grade class and kills 19 uh, students plus two teachers. Nineteen and yet, children and two And yet, teachers. then all the politicians show up. Yeah. After the fact, Classes and they run around and... flapping their wings and run around like headless chickens and screaming, you know, gun control and pass laws and pass laws and let's do this and let's protest and let's do that. You know, Renee, isn't it illegal to kill people? Oh well, yeah. Uh, we don't need any more laws to say don't kill people. It's already illegal to kill people. Right. Uh, that hasn't worked. No. Because cause bad people aren't going to obey the law. Right. You can pass all the laws you want, and the, and people like me and you will obey them. Uh, normal citizens will obey them. Bad people never, crooks never, th thieves never, criminals never obey the law. Is it illegal to do drugs? Yeah. yeah. Do they do it? Sure. They didn't stop drugs. Illegal to... <laughs> Kidnap people, they still do right. it. Illegal robber banks still do more it. laws doesn't change anything. Only the Them gospel. running around and then shaming you. Yes. Shame on you for destroying the planet. Shame <laughs> on you. You threw a piece of paper on the ground. Shame on you. Save the whale. Kill the yeah. babies, of course, but save the yeah, whale. No joke. And, and then and then to say, well, we got to have gun control. Well, we got to have this. Well, we got to have it. And they just want to legislate all these laws that we already have the laws on the books. Well, Hello everyone, we're so glad you've joined us today. We want to just share with you a wonderful testimony and uh, we actually are here in the state of California and we are having services at a wonderful church, New Friends, and we are so thrilled to be with Pastor Johnny and Deborah Simons. And um, their church family has opened up 
uh, the services to Terry to be here for the next two nights. But then we also have some longtime friends of Terry's and new friends of mine, uh, Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz, and they pastor over in Porterville, California. Hallelujah. So we are just delighted to have them share with you. We, we actually asked them to come over and give a very current testimony in light of all the uh, things that are happening in America in regard to Roe versus Wade. And uh, we're going to talk about Jackie Mize's wonderful book, Supernatural Childbirth. And they have had some supernatural childbirths in their church. Melina, tell us about what's happened just this year. Yes. Yeah, so just this year, Miss <laughs> Renee, we have had three women who all had supernatural childbirth. Um, they We Thank got the you, books Jesus. out on the book table. Uh, we distribute them whenever we can. And so they took that book, all three of them, um, and they all had supernatural childbirths. All of them, their yes. labor was under four, four hours. hours. One was four hours. One was three hours. Um, she arrived at 6.30 a.m. and she had that baby by 9 a.m. And I, when I was reading her time testimony, to go, time to go shopping. Time to go That's shopping. Right. When I was reading her testimony, she said fear tried to come in and she remembered that book yeah. and she rebuked the fear. And when she rebuked the fear, the pain left. Yeah. That's and, a big enemy right there. That's yeah. it right there. Mm -hmm. That's it right there. Yes. Yeah. And she she said she took authority over her mind and her body. And she had that baby in two and a half hours. And oh, then I know God is good. And then there was another gal that had a baby um, in one hour and 10 minutes. She kept that childbirth book, Supernatural Childbirth, Nobby. in her purse. Yes. Read it every night. She read the confessions. She said as she read those confessions and those prayers, her faith just grew and grew. And when they got to the hospital, um, they didn't think she was ready. And so she they finally, never, they, never do. they never do. And so she finally sent her husband out to get the nurses. They came in and they're like, you're ready to have this baby. Well, then you had three pregnancies. Yes, like ma'am. Supernatural childbirth as well. I know you're happy. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I had three, three of our kids. They were, um, all born within two and a half hours. Labor was no longer than two and a half hours. And our midwife said, you were born to have babies. Come and on. I said, God is good. It's all That's because right. of God. And Absolutely. that we just attached our faith to having a supernatural childbirth. Yes. All three of those gals, no pain, no medication, so no good. epidurals, so all natural. All wow. Yeah. wow. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise Thank God Jackie Mize wrote a book. I like it. You know, I like you it. and yes, Jackie were the proofs of that book, Supernatural Childbirth. Well, we just wanted to run in here and tell you this right now. We'll be back later. Y'all catch us on TerryMize.com, uh, Terry Mize Ministries on YouTube. And uh, we're always here to tell you one more time that you are more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye. You and I've talked about this over and over about how Israel had, by the time Jesus came, they had developed and written two huge oh, books called the Abhoths and the Toldos, adding on to the Ten Commandments that they couldn't keep anyway. Right. So let's make two more thick books full of laws to make sure we get every law on the book. And the bad guys still aren't going to do it. And the bad guys still aren't going to do it. So it's and a perversion. The politicians, big, or the woke politicians, yeah, right. that's their big campaign is let's make more laws right you know let's 
The, oh. and, and they shame you into doing it. Just like, just like the COVID, they won't enforce like the, the ones COVID they do thing. They, they shame the Christians. Shame on you right. for going to church. Right. You don't care that you're going to go to church and kill somebody because you have COVID. Yet they'll let you go to Walmart or Costco or Sam's or Target. Or, How perverted is that? Any it's, place like that. But don't you dare go to church. No. Don't you dare go to a mom and pop store because you'll die and you'll kill somebody. Shame, shame, shame on you. It's always a shaming thing. Well, God's never into shame. And it always puts the onus back on another human being to uh, comply to whatever they would like for you to do. And yet the simplest thing to do is to let us preach the gospel yes. and change hearts yes. and change motives yes. and not and change eternal destination. Oh, that's too easy. You know, that we can get up there like like Paul said in First in Corinthians, and that it's by the foolishness of preaching. Yes. You know, and it just is so simple that people stumble over it and they can't they just can't believe it's that simple yes. to, that they can ask Jesus to come live in their heart and he'll change the motive. He'll change their whole direction in life. Yes. And then in the meantime, do miracles for them to redirect their destiny Absolutely. in every area of our life. And the church is going to have to get back to miracles. No, that's right. The church miracles is supposed and fire to be in the, pulpit. the supernatural church. Right. Because we talked a few programs ago that the Frenchman Alexis de Tocqueville said, when I came to America and found the pulpits aflame. Right. I mean, on fire. He said, then I realized Hallelujah. why America was great. But, you know, now our pulpits are as dead as French pulpit. The church needs to go back to the supernatural. You're exactly to where right. we're, we're winners. We win. Right. We're victors. Always victors. Always. That uh, we, we have we miracles. Have we have the supernatural. We, we have, have dominion. Yes. And uh, we, have we don't the have a mother. At our our we have a, our mother nature. We have a father, father God. God. And uh, we need to get back to that supernatural Absolutely. sonship with Almighty God to where we're in spiritual authority. It's it's dominion and it's spiritual authority and it's preaching the gospel where you have authority over every hindrance. Yes. yes. Every attack. They and don't it, build devils tough enough to no. stop the name of Jesus. <laughs> and it brings it back to you uh, really learning how to use that authority over your own body over your own soul and emotions, where you grow up. We read those scriptures in Ephesians chapter four, mm -hmm. that you be no longer children tossed to and fro, that you're receiving teaching, for not only from you reading the word of God and studying, to like Paul told Timothy in the same book we referred to in the last program, Paul told Timothy, he said, study to show yourself approved Absolutely. unto God, a workman that doesn't need to be ashamed. In other words, you don't know what the Bible says, and you sure don't have the power to prove it, right. you know? And so that's why we teach the Bible is so that it starts with you. Yes. You learn how to pray. You learn how to take authority. You learn how to command your body to do what you, what the word of God says yes. you have yes. the authority to do. Then you begin to take dominion over your money, over your job, over the situation in your life, yes, yes, intercessory yes. prayer over your children, your spouse, your neighbors, your family, everybody. You begin to exercise that in prayer. You learn how to bind the devil. Yes. You learn how to loose the blessing of God. Yes. You learn how to intercede because for weak people. Because the word people. says yes. what you bind on earth, earth. is bound in heaven. Matthew what 18. you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We're not doing this because we thought it up. No, right. He wants to live like mere men. 
Right. You know, no, he we're did. not mere men. We're, we're not. We're, we don't live by the beggarly elements of this world. Jesus. God gave us a higher standard, a higher <laughs> word, a higher platform, exactly, a higher lifestyle, and He yes. said, "Come up here." He said, "My thoughts aren't your thoughts, or my ways your ways. Come up, here and, come up here and do mine. No, come up that's here and right. with me." That's the, right. The Bible says we we are seated. Ephesians says that we are seated with Him in heavenly places. Well, far above all, far above all, far above all, everything. principality and power and might and dominion, every name that's named, that's not right. on this earth, but that which is to come. That's where we're seated up here. That's we're not down here. No, 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 no. Christians should be looking down is when they're looking at the devil under their feet. Well, when Jesus came and, and had talked to the disciples, you taught on this in, in a couple of churches recently we were in. It was so good where, you know, Jesus would even reprimand the disciples and say, why do you have no faith? What's wrong why with you? you? What's wrong with you? You know, have I been Wherefore with you so did long? You doubt? Yeah, have I been with you so long that you He's that you still have no faith? Still have no faith? But he says, now wait a minute. And this is and this is where you need to go study a little bit here. Is go over to the book of John and start reading in the fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth chapters where Jesus Himself is teaching on the holy, the holy spirit, spirit. Yep. and then chapter 17 is how he prays over you about it and he told the disciples <clears throat> excuse me he said you know up till now you haven't known how to really ask and believe and do all these kind right. of things he said but after that the holy ghost comes he's going to come and live in you and you can ask the father in my so, name whatever and Je then you go to jerusalem get in with power exactly and you'll right. go to the world jesus told him he said look guys it's better for you in john 17 uh, john right. 14 he said it's better for you if i go away right. well, now if you're peter and james and john and the, <laughs> thomas and the boys you don't you, think you'd that. say uh wait sir uh what excuse it's me better for us if you leave us yeah that's i don't not, think so that's not working for me <laughs> but jesus said jesus said no it's better for you that i go it away is. exactly because when I go, right. the Holy Spirit will come. Right. If I don't go, the Holy Spirit won't come. But So you say, well, why was it better for them then? Why was the Holy Spirit better for them than Jesus? And the answer is very simple. It's because Jesus lived on this earth as a man. Right. He, 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 was, he was flesh and blood. He was ever, right. he was, he was ever bit man, yet ne never, never less than God. Right. And he was ever bit God, yet never, never less than man. Right. He, he, he lived on this earth as a man, meaning... He could only be at one place at one time. Right. In other words, if he was if he was down to see a Galilee, he couldn't be in Jerusalem. Right. You know, if he was if he was at, at, at Capernaum, he couldn't. You know, he couldn't be at you know, Tiberius. So the Holy Spirit, on the other hand, is omnipresent. Omnipresent. Because he's not flesh and blood. Right. He's, and so he can be everywhere at the same time. He can yeah. be in China. He can be in India. He can be in Africa. He can be in America. He can and be in everywhere. Mexico. Yeah. He can be everywhere at the same time. Right. That's why Jesus said it's better. It's better for you right. if I go away because then the Holy Spirit will live in you and he'll be with you everywhere you go. I can't Isn't do that. that. Jesus said, I can't do that. I can only be with you. You know, if you're going to go eat at that place. I got to go. I'm with you. But I, if I'm with you over there, I can't be with these guys over here. That's right. But the Holy Spirit is going to be everywhere. It's a per person relationship yeah. the holy spirit that's, that's makes the only it reason person. it would make it better right for the holy spirit to come well yeah you know t to me terry when you talk about spiritual authority when you talk about taking dominion yes when you talk about jesus saying um you know i give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions yes. and over yes, all the yes. power of the enemy uh jesus said i'm giving you power 
I'm giving you power. Well, that is the same spirit, Romans 8 says, that raised up Jesus from the dead. Sure. That's the same Holy Ghost power that catapulted him out of a, out of a dead body, yes. <laughs> out of a grave underground, to come out and walk upon the earth and reveal to his disciples that, that is, he had risen from the dead. That, that spirit lives in us. Powerful spirit, a powerful yeah. power. You know, stop and think about the day Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Well, yeah. the Bible tells us, and we know by Jewish history, that when a person died, we they they took that body right and and wrapped them. They they yes. almost mummified. Yes, them. yes. And they just wrapped them and wrapped them and wrapped them and wrapped them. So when when Lazarus died, Jesus is off over here, mm-hmm. and Lazarus dies, and so. Uh, they sent a runner over to tell Jesus, hey, Lazarus is sick. Right. But Jesus knew he's already dead. So Jesus didn't jump up and run over there. He just right. waited. And and so the disciples all kind of kept talking to him about Lazarus and Jesus. Are we going to go? Are we going to go, boss? He's your friend. Are we going to go see him? Finally, he said, Lazarus died. <laughs> and they said, oh, well. He said, but, you know, it's, it's okay. He said, I'll, I'll take care of it. And then, and then several days later, he says to them, uh, okay, guys, let's go to let's go to Jerusalem. Check old Lazarus out. And the disciples, in their great faith, they said, well, let us go with him that we may die also. These are faith giants, you know. Yeah, not exactly so, the paragons and, of strength. And so Jesus, uh, and so he, got, he gets over there. Now, Lazarus is, 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 is wrapped head and foot. He can't move. Right. I mean, he's dead anyway, but if he wasn't dead, he right. couldn't move. He's, he's, he's just like this. He just right. And you've been to Israel. I've been to Israel. Lazarus' tomb. We'd have to go together. We'd never been together. Yeah. Lazarus' tomb. <laughs> That's true. Is not. And some of you've been to Israel. You know this. Lazarus' tomb is not like a walk-in closet. It's no. not just a big hole. You just walk in and look around. Lazarus' tomb is, is like it, it, it's a hole, a hole in the side of the rock, the mountain, and it and it slants down like this. Okay, it's on a slope. So, so when it goes down like this, then it makes a hard turn, mm-hmm. you know, a 90 degree turn, and then there's a shelf there. Right. And the body lay on the shelf. Right. Now, get this picture. Lazarus is dead. He is totally wrapped head to foot, can't move, right. totally like this. And he's laying on this shelf. So when Jesus gets there, of course, he goes through the whole thing with Mary and Martha. And they said, Lord, if he was here, he wouldn't have died. You know, <laughs> and Jesus right. just groaned. And, and, you know, and then he said, look, I'm the resurrection and the life. She, right. oh, Lord, we know he'll raise again one of these days at the wreck. He said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. Right. Anyway, I don't need to go through all that. And so he said, hey, roll the stone away. That's when he, that's when he wept. And most right. people say, think he wept because he loved Lazarus and right. Lazarus is dead and they'll never see him again. No, no, no. He wept because of the unbelief, unbelief. of his dear friends and Mary and Martha exactly and right. all the other people. And, and he groaned twice and said he groaned. Like you said, oh, you know, probably more growled. Anyway, and so when he gets there, they move the stone. And of course, Martha immediately says, oh, you can't move the stone. He stinks by now. He's been right. dead four days. And Jesus said, oh again <laughs> but anyway he he then calls lazarus specifically that's so wonderful he calls him by that's name so he said wonderful. lazarus yeah come forth right and that power that we're talking about renee get this picture yeah that power wow shot that mummy <laughs> and he's wrapped up like he can't move 
Yeah. He's wrapped up, shot him around the corner. Right. Up the slope <laughs> and out on the ground like a bullet. Like, and he lands on his feet. You say, well, I don't know if he, he could move or not. Well, the Bible tells you really plainly he couldn't move. It says here in, in John uh, 12, where you find the story, it says that uh, when Jesus and Lazarus come forth, it says, and he that was dead came forth Hallelujah. bound, right. bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. I mean, the guy's bound hand and feet. He walk. He didn't just come walking out of the tomb. Isn't that something? No, that power shot him like a bullet around right. the corner, up the slope, <laughs> and out in the public. Kaboom, there he is, just standing there like a mummy. And so Jesus had to tell him to let him go because he couldn't walk. So he yeah. said, loose him and let him go. And so they went over there and loosed him and let him go. That's that power right. that we're talking about that propelled him out of that grave. Right. And that same power raised Jesus from the dead, yeah. and the Bible says that same, same power, power will same make you, power. will quicken you, will make you alive. Will quicken your mortal body. I and like it's, it. that, it's that Holy Ghost presence on the inside of us Absolutely. that we're not taking advantage of, no. that the church is selling this short. This should be our that, finest hour. That leadership is not focusing on in the American church and in churches around the world, Terry, to tell people they have that kind of power. Absolutely. And you've got to preach under it. You've got to prophesy under it. You've got to teach under it, under that anointing. And you've got to take that responsibility as a leader in your home yes. over your own body and your own life. Oh, and then also when in any leadership position that you have in life, whether it's on the job, whether it's in the neighborhood, on a school board, man, we're the eighty-one thousand vacancies are gonna are coming up this year in America. Eighty-one thousand people, Christians, could get on these school boards yes. and change America. I mean, change America and turn things back to God. Yes, when you yes, get eighty-one thousand yes, yes. Holy, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost-filled school boards. 81,000 people on school boards in America full of the Holy Ghost could absolutely change this country oh my goodness, and begin man. to help parents parent, begin to help the academia, begin to rise in this country. Because everything about the kingdom of God, you know that when Jesus gets there, it, it gets better. That's yes. the whole purpose of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the new birth is for God to equip us, shove us out the door and say, go get them. And take that dominion. That's so, it. So if you're a Christian, therefore you're not a coward. Yes. You're brave. You're bold. That's right. You know, Renee and I have you're said not for, lazy. forever and ever, you know, we've said we need, Christians today need to be fierce That's as right. an Old Testament warrior and yet have the love and, and kindness and forgiveness fruit and grace Spirit. and fruit of the Spirit of the New Testament That's believer. Right. But, That's but right. when you're in a situation like being on the school board, oh, you're my. not going to back down. You're not going to be a coward. You're not going to let the people push you around and just be a shrinking right. violet. You're going to stand up for our kids and stand up for America and stand up for God. That's right. So run for school board. Some of the most important jobs in the That's world right. city council, is, school is boards. being on, on city councils, being on school board, being a, a, a commissioner. Right. You know, a county commissioner has got all kinds of power. Oh, my goodness. And, and, Do they ever? And I've been, been encouraging Christians. You've been encouraging Christians for right. years. Run for office. <laughs> don't Don't let the, you know, the... 
the world do it. Don't let no, the that's people right. do we it. We do Don't. not relinquish our authority and our power Amen. to the kingdom of darkness. We love people, but we cannot get in, give into that. I saw a meme on Facebook, Terry, that said, some of you would still be wanting to pray for a Goliath <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> and, <laughs> instead of going out there and taking his head off. And we get I, perverted. I was that a while ago when you were yeah. talking about we uh, get perverted in our thinking about that. Jesus rebuking the disciples. Some yeah. of the strength from that. And say, oh, no, Jesus was nice. Jesus was sweet. He, he just loved everybody. He, now he rebuked them all the time. <laughs> you know, when Peter's walking on the water and then he yeah. began to sink. Yeah. And he said, Lord, save me. Jesus grabbed him, but then he rebuked him. He said, Immediately. Well, he said, Wherefore did you doubt? You were walking Oh, ye of little faith. Yeah, What's what wrong happened? with you, Peter? That's right. And he did that time and time again. He had rebuked them, or the Bible says upbraid them yeah, that for was their unbelief. Serious that he chewed them out. Correction. Well, you know, and that's the whole purpose, Terry, for more than conquerors. Oh, yeah. Uh, over there in Romans 8, that we want to talk to you how to be more than a conqueror. Start with yourself. Go to the world. <laughs> Start with yourself. Work with your family. Go Start with yourself literally begin to learn to be who God said you are and equipped you to be. So as we close the program today, we want to tell you one more time, you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye. <laughs>